Thanks for joining us today. We're coming into the home stretch of our 12 days of greatness. Counting down to Christmas, and our number today is four. We're just four days away. This is wild. My wife said this morning, I, I can't believe that we're just a couple days away from Christmas, and here, here we are. And so uh, I, uh, I'm not sure where the time's going, but it, it's, it seems to be passing pretty fast. And my question for you today is, what are you doing to make sure that when you, when you get down the road, that you have the life that you want. We, we talked about this a little bit during the last month. We, we gave you a blueprint. We kind of, we did, we, we called it blueprint boot camp. We, we, we had three weeks. What did we spend? Three weeks just giving you five, six minutes a day that you could go back and think through and begin to plan for this next year. And I want you to think a little bit about that today. Maybe even go back and listen to some of those episodes and spend some more time, put it on your calendar to to uh, do some work on your blueprint as you think about your next year, you're going to design the life that you want, or you're going to just live by default. And if you do that, you're going to you're going to end up in a place that you don't want to be. Probably will be mediocre, won't we? If we don't give some thought to it, no person drifts to greatness. No leader drifts to greatness. No team drifts to greatness. No organization does. We we have to plan and and go there. And so this week, as we think about the the twelve days of greatness leading up to Christmas my mind, the greatest leader that ever lived is the one we'll celebrate on, on Sunday. And that's Jesus. And, uh, you, you may not be a Jesus follower. You may not know much about Jesus even, but I want to, I want to share with you today, a, a concept that or four concepts actually, that really we find in the life of Christ. He's a, he's a young, young man at the time. And there's a verse in, uh, chapter two, verse 52 of the gospel of Luke. Luke was a doctor and he was he was watching the life of Jesus. He was writing about the life of Jesus, and he wrote this verse. He said that Jesus, when he was young, he Jesus continued to increase, it says, in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God, in favor with man. Now, what does that mean, and what does that have anything to do with us a couple thousand years later? There's there's these four areas that Jesus, as a young man, if he, if he did become the greatest leader ever, uh, then, uh, or, or you, you may be, believe is the biggest liar ever, I mean, but you go back and you look at all the accounts of what happened with Jesus and, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, the stories that were written and the people who literally who knew him, who, who before he, before he died, they, they, uh, they, they really kind of turned away from him, which is kind of crazy. And then after something happened and for those who are, um, Christians in their faith, they, they know it was the resurrection. That's what, that's what it claims. And then all these guys who denied him and turned away from him, they end up giving their lives for him, and they, they died for him. And so there had to be something that caused that. And as I read those stories and, and look back, you know, it, it's incredible when you think about just, just that event in history. And now we, we're just a couple of weeks away from the calendar turning over based on really the life of Christ, if you think about, you know, the year twenty. Uh, 2023, here we come, and and our calendar's based on this man's life. And so I think these four areas are really important. They were important in his life. I, I, I'm just going to give you four ideas today. You do with them what you will, whether you believe in Jesus or not. You, I think these these four areas will really be helpful to you. So let's, let's talk about it. And the first one, wisdom. And so I want to ask you this question. What are you doing to become more wise? I, I don't know anybody, whether they're a Bible reader or a God follower or or what? I don't know anybody who says we need to make foolish decisions. We we really we should aspire to be fools. Nobody says that. Everybody knows that the 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 wise decision really is the best decision. And yet, so many times we don't make the wise decision. We don't make the wise choice. 
What would it look like for us to make a decision to pursue wisdom, maybe in a greater way than you ever have before? And, and it can be as simple as just identifying one area where you want to grow, where you want to get more wise, where you, you, you want to gain some wisdom. And so what would that look like? You, 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 you could get some, a book to read. You could get a person to meet with. You could put some time on your schedule to think about this area and to read about this area and to grow in this area. And, and here's the crazy thing is we, we start to change. We start to think differently when we, we put time on a task. And wisdom is available to everyone. In fact, the Bible says if anybody lacks wisdom, we actually get to, we, we can pray. We can ask God to give us wisdom. And when we start thinking correctly, uh, from, a, from a biblical perspective, wisdom begins to grow. But there's some other things we can do uh, besides pray. We really can put some time on an area that we want to become more wise. And, and again, I, I love following wise people. I love, love hanging out with wise people. When a person is not thinking in a wise way, no fun to be around. We all suffer. And so what can we do to become more wise? Jesus was wise. He was pursuing that. We should as well. He, he grew in stature. What does that mean? It, it's just another way to say that he was physically getting stronger. I, I, you know, I don't know if Jesus was on a workout plan. That's not what I'm saying. But, but I do think that we can spend more time wanting to be fit than, than spending time to be fit. Now, if you missed yesterday's episode, I gave you, uh, or a couple days ago, I gave you six fitness tips to survive the holidays. You, you know, there's lots of parties going on, a lot of food around. And if we're not careful, we can, we can forfeit some of the things that we've maybe even gained this year. But physically, we need to pay attention to that. I think we need to be fit to lead. And go back and listen to those, those uh, fitness tips if you missed those. But I would just ask you here in this episode, what's one change you need to make? All of us probably have a, an area, not probably, we all have an area where we could – we could level up. We could maybe double down on something we've been doing, or we could maybe make a change on something we need to do. And so I just want to encourage you, when you think about your physical fitness and being fit to lead, you want to have the energy for your team that they need. You want to have the energy for your work, for your family, to get in the floor and play with your kids. Whatever, whatever your thing is, we want, to, we want to make sure that we are growing physically. And so this is one of those areas. If we're going to say these are 12 days of greatness, we're not going to be great if we, if we forfeit our physical health. It's not, it's, and, and really, a lot of that is our choice. And so let's, let's make the right choice there. Make the wise choice, we might even say. All right, here's number three. Jesus grew in favor with God. Now, that's this kind of crazy statement when I read it, because I'm thinking, well, Jesus was God. I mean, he came from God. He, you know, go back and read. I mean, it's it's pretty wild. But he was growing in his relationship with God, and and he had he had literally when he came to Earth, he he had all these. You know, we see these miracles in his life and all the stuff in in his leadership and the people that were following all this crazy stuff going on is amazing. But it, it, if you read those stories, he kept he kept working and ministering and helping people, and then he would he would go off. These stories tell us he'd go off and he'd be by himself, and he would spend time praying and he would spend time communing with the Father and and his Father, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. And so here, when I think about my own leadership and I think about your leadership, is your soul healthy? Is your soul ready to do the work that has your name on it? I have a friend who says to me all the time, my friend Dan Webster, he always says, don't be writing checks with your mouth that your soul can't cash. And I think there's so much wisdom, and he's such a wise man, there's so much wisdom in that statement. Is like we, we spend time and we just we burn the candle at both ends. We don't, we don't rest. We don't spend time in, in solitude, not loneliness, but solitude. We don't, we don't spend time meditating. We don't spend time thinking about what we're trying to do, and we just kind of wing it through our lives. And if we're not careful, 
our, our souls begin to dry up. And we, we used the picture before of a, of a buoy out on the water. You've been on a lake probably or on an ocean where you've seen a buoy and they, they just, what, what, are, what do buoys do? They're, they're buoyant. They, they float. They, they stay above water. When the storms come, the winds blow, the waves go over those buoys, they just keep popping back up. And I, I think some of us, we don't spend enough time thinking about our hearts, our souls being buoyant. We don't, we don't have enough practices in our lives. We just go all the time, and the next thing you know, we're drowning. And so some of you right now, you may just feel like you're going under. And I want to, I want to remind you, if Jesus needed to spend time on his relationship with his soul, with, with God, I, I would encourage you to spend some time on that. No, don't just ignore the soul part of your life. It, it, I think we'll be mentally healthier. We'll be emotionally healthier. There's so many things that will benefit if we'll make sure that we're taking care of our soul correctly. And so let's, let's do that. What's one thing, what's one change you can make there? And then here's the last one. It said he grew in favor with men. It, 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 this is our relationships. And so as you think about your relationships today, where do you need to grow in a relationship with, with somebody in your life? Maybe it's a family member. We've talked about that some this week. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a, a relative that's outside of your immediate family. And what would some of the things that we could do to help us grow in our favor with men look like? Maybe some of us need to forgive someone. Does someone come to mind when I, when I say that? Is there somebody that you need to, you've had a grudge, you, you, you need to lay that down, you've allowed somebody else's behavior to cause you to be bitter? And it's, it, they're not even carrying the emotional weight of it maybe at this point. You're carrying it and it's weighing on you, it's stressing you, it's really hard. And so what would it look like for you to just say, you know what, I'm, the gift I'm going to give this person is I'm going to give them some grace. Maybe they're going through something hard. And I, I know some of you are thinking, Randy, you don't have any idea. Their life is so much easier than mine. They're just a jerk. And they may be a jerk, but that still is not something that I want to let uh, affect me going forward. Let, let's, let's lay that down. And for some of us, it maybe the way we're going to grow in favor with men is to lay down some grudges. Maybe, maybe it's uh, somebody you know in your life that if you want to grow in favor with them, you need to encourage them. Somebody right now is hurting and somebody is going through something hard, maybe something way harder than you are. I've had a few situations this week. I've been around some people that are going through some really hard stuff and I've had an opportunity to encourage them and, and to just speak a word of life into them. Remember way back, what was it, day 11 or the, on our number 11? I choose to believe I can make the world better today, those 11 words that we, that we shared. Well, that may be true right here in this spot where we can grow in favor with men by encouraging somebody, make somebody else's world better. And, and so as you think through these four areas that Jesus grew as a young man, as, as a kid, really, he grew in wisdom. What's one area where you want to be more wise? He grew in stature physically. What's one physical change you need to make as you go into the next year and chase greatness? He grew in favor with God. Some of you right now, maybe spiritually, you're not where you need to be. You know it. And, and maybe it's, it's time for you to, to try something different there at a soul level if you're going to be able to sustain mentally and emotionally going into the next year. And then some of you, it, it really is the favor with men thing. There's a relationship that needs mending. There's a person that needs encouraging. There's somebody in your life that, that it'd just be so good if you'd focus on them right now and don't think so much about the presents over the next few days. Going to get a lot of presents here for Christmas probably. Let's think about the people. The people are way more important than the presents, I believe. And so let's make sure that we focus on these four areas. They'll carry you in the next year. If you'll grow in wisdom, stature, favor with God, and favor with man, it'll be really good for you. And you'll be, you'll be a lot like Jesus, which is really cool, if you ask me. All right. I hope you'll uh, share with somebody today that you care about. Encourage them. Maybe you can even share a conversation about some of these areas and, and ways that you want to grow as you go into 
uh, the next year. All right, love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be on number three. Got three days left here, and it'll be it's gonna be Christmas. It's gonna be great. Hope you'll join us.